What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. All we know is it's the A Block. Your favorite bitches are back. <laughs> We're back once again. I just Clueless. posted on Instagram stories a picture of uh, two sparkling waters, and I said, and it's so appropriate. I just said, uh, it takes a lot of hydration to talk for as long as we do. <laughs> so buckle up once again. We're here and we're ready to rock. Clueless to technology, but we're on. Here we are. Here we are, guys. It's the A Block Podcast with Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline. As always, it is presented by our friends at Relics Bridal. Guys, we can say it every week, but we really mean it. If you are engaged, you know someone who is engaged um, in Central Kentucky or anywhere really, and they're going to be in the area. Tell them to check out Relics Bridal. The designer collections they carry, absolutely gorgeous and unique. The store itself is wonderful and beautiful. The team over there, they make you feel like a queen every time you're in there. Um, There's a reason they're the highest rated bridal boutique in Central Kentucky. They walk with you through the entire journey, consultation to actually picking your dress all the way until you pick it up uh, right before your big day. That's why hundreds of brides, including myself, have trusted Relics uh, with their gown shopping experience. And if you're engaged or know someone that is, you need to check them out. They are located at the summit at Fritz Farm in Lexington on Instagram at Relics Bridal or RelicsBridal.com. And that's R-E-L-I-X. That's right. And if you mention the A Block when you book your appointment with Relics, they're going to make sure you get a special discount on your gown purchase that they are offering exclusively to our listeners. And that will really help if and when you are planning that wedding. So visit Relics, Relics Bridal at the Summit. We love them. Thank you, Relics. for Like after my wedding, I was legit. Yes. Thank you, Relics, for supporting us. After my wedding, I was legitimately sad I wouldn't get to see those girls anymore because every time I went in there, they're just like, yes, like, oh, they're all just so sweet. Um, they really are. Anyway, so nice. They are the best. Anyway, what's going on, girls? Um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you two as well. And by that, do you mean COVID? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I was like, okay, where are we going with this, Claire? Where are we going? Two Claire years. keeps a secret diary of um, how long her friendships have been. And she tells That's them right. happy anniversary every year. Every day is a different anniversary of another day, right. you know? Yeah. Guys, it's now been a full-fledged two freaking years of this bullshit. <laughs> like, let's just say it. I, this is so I being in Dallas, different location. So I don't know like what the status of things have been in Lexington, but we just recently had our mask mandate lifted at my office, like for the County buildings. And so this week today is Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I haven't worn a mask all week at work. And that's the first time I, since you started at the mm -hmm. new job. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. And it's been, it's felt really illegal and weird, yeah. but I think it's just been like everybody slowly kind of deciding, no, it's okay. We can do this. We can do this. So, it's a weird feeling at first. It is. Well, and it's just, I like what I have to ride an elevator and everything. And we're all in the elevator together and everyone's like, okay, no masks on here. we So are. go ahead and spill Claire's everyone in your office actually hideous or actually absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Do you have any no. office <laughs> grotesque beasts? <laughs> Every no. single one of them is disgustingly hideous. And I had no idea. They're all, they're all charming, beautiful, wonderful people. That lower half of their face. It just made them even prettier. It did. I don't know. Like, because we've all 
seen people for the first time with a mask on. I mean, like some people we knew before, but some people we met. And like, I remember there was a gym instructor who I'd never seen him without a mask. And then one day I saw him without a mask and I was like, Oh, oh. Hmm. it's not what you'd expect sometimes. Sometimes, uh, Yes. I know exactly what you're saying. No, I I had filled in your face different in my mind. And I just wonder, Uh has anyone thought that about me? Well, yeah. Oh, wait, that's a good question. (laughs) I haven't thought about that. Yeah. We take off the mask and they're like, huh. They're like, well, hmm, I pictured that going better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, hey. not the teeth I thought. Wow. No. Or the nose. <laughs> I feel like the nose is a real uh-huh. wild card. Well, like, I guess when I see someone's face, I don't realize how much the individual features add up to your full review of said face. Yes. Until most of it is taken away. Like, you can yeah. think someone's got, like, gorgeous eyes. And you're like, ooh. But if they take it off and it's a Monet under there, um, yeah. And that is from Clueless. I know. When she says, oh, far away, it looks great. Up close, it's a big old mess. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's man. Real Monet. Yeah. It's a real Monet. Um, you're right. What if people think that about us? <laughs> so, well, I would hope not. Yeah. But you, there are, there are, especially at the TV station, because there were a ton of people, because where we shoot our show um, is at a TV station locally in Lexington. We um, just, you know, use their space. And a bunch of their production employees for months and months and months I met for the first time and then did not see their actual faces for months Yeah, until they kind of loosened the mask mandate. And it was that same thing where I was just like, so that's what your face looks like. Some people I was like, okay. And then other people I was like, not what I was expecting whatsoever, not in a good or a bad way, just kind of like, not it's totally like a, what I had made my reality as. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've, yeah. Your, your brain had filled it in one way yes. or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so interesting. It's a, it's, but same same thing at our office, Claire, they have, they just removed at that TV station. They just removed the mandatory mask mandate. And it's been weird even today to one of the employees, one of the production guys, I was like, it's so lovely seeing your face. Like, it's just weird. It is. And I, there is a little bit of like, is this going to stay this way? (laughs) Cause like, yeah, like, I don't want to get too hopeful. We've we've been through that before where Mm -hmm. there was like, you don't gotta have your mask. And and then it, things, things went downhill. So mm-hmm. I think it's a very like cautiously optimistic place. We've all been yeah. beat down so much by I the just stamp. feel like <laughs> at this point, it's just yeah, like, like non-existent in the way of people like, eh, I don't really want to wear a mask anymore. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of get that vibe. Like people are just like over it. Mm-hmm. I know. found it interesting. I flew this past week and one of the flight attendants on the plane, cause you know, they always say, please keep your mask on, cover your nose and mouth at all times. But on one of the flights, a flight attendant that was making announcements said, um, at least for the next month or so, we are still under the federal guidelines to keep a mask on. And I found that very interesting that they said at least for the next month. And I was like, are they hearing that even on airlines, we're soon not going to have to wear them, mm. which really I, weirded me out. I was well, like, I that would be so weird. Right. Honestly, Cause I feel like I airlines is one place where you still have to wear them at all. Absolute yeah. all times, like, which is fine. I get it. Part but. of it. Like if I have a long travel day and I'm like on the flight and I'm like, you know, you know how like you, some, you randomly get like hot when you're flying. Like, you know, I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like stuffy. I'm like, oh, I just want to take off my mask. Yeah. And just get but a good then, deep breath. But yeah. then I have noticed like all the times that over the past two years that I have flown, I feel like I've never gotten 
even like a cold or like anything really like that when before I used to get sick all the time. So now I'm like, yeah. I don't know the mass flying. I don't really care either way. I yeah, have true. a strong opinion about it. Yeah. I mean, the masks definitely help. I mean, that's why there was no flu in 2020 or 2021 when everybody was like definitely wearing their masks all the time. That's why the flu was literally non-existent. Um, you know, they definitely do help. Back. So two years ago when everything happened, what, like, I'm trying to remember what it was like. I remember what it was like. I was like, Bill, very chill tell about us about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to remember like the phases we've all been through. Did y'all do any of like, what was it like? But there was the banana bread phase. Some people were baking banana bread. Oh yeah. I know. Ne- I never did that. Like I never, got I never did that. Baking. I watched a lot of banana bread content though on, yeah. on social media. At that time, at the very beginning, I wasn't on TikTok. Back at the beginning, it was Instagram. I was watching people make banana bread yeah. on Instagram. Oh, TikTok yeah. existed. I just mean, I wasn't on there yet. <laughs> Correct. Me too. I was, Me too. I was still in the phase of like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I, I but do you remember like we were like, what's TikTok? I don't know how that works. And now yes. we're like, yeah, the thing I saw on TikTok the other day. Yeah. <laughs> now we're obsessed. Yeah, there was the banana bread in Kentucky. There was the beers with Bashir. Oh yeah. When Governor Bashir did Yeah, I remember when Governor Bashir did his nightly, daily, daily, nightly, whatever. It was like 5 p.m. press conference every single day, just updating on the situation, what was going on. And then people started calling it beers with Bashir because everybody would get home or be at home. No, Never no mind. One, no one left. No going. <laughs> and everybody just like said, would post pictures of them having a beer watching Bashir and called it beers with Bashir. Yeah. Um, I remember the final right before the lockdown happened. So it was like the first like week things started to look very negative. And when they announced the first lockdown, I remember going to the grocery store and buying because all that was I mean buying so much food so much frozen food so much frozen food food. Matt and I went and we bought so much frozen food so much meat that we were going to freeze I bought so many corn dogs wow Claire because those can stay frozen a long time they're freaking I was like I need the corn dogs never ate them I've got to get I mean I ate them but I didn't finish them them. I didn't finish them Corn dogs are I feel like I was just like I need pizza I felt like I was I just bought everything that I thought that I wasn't going to be able to buy. So I'm like, okay, I need to be able to eat pizza and yes. then I need to get like corn dogs and I need to get this other stuff that I can cook. And stuff that's going to last a while. If I yeah. And then I hands. need to go to Total Wine and like stock up my <laughs> bar. Yes. Yeah. I never the did the, I never did the toilet paper. I never, I never panic bought toilet paper. I didn't either. I just bought the normal amount Yeah, and was lucky guess, to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. I, I remember takeout Tuesdays when we were like encouraging people to do takeout. And I was making it yes. my personal mission to keep restaurants open Same. and meanwhile bankrupting myself. And I finally yes. had to stop. I was like, okay, it's nice and all Claire, but like, you also have to pay your bills. Like you can't right. just be keeping restaurants open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sourdough. <laughs> I didn't ba- I didn't bake sourdough bread. No, no that was too much for me. I did not whipped it- coffee. Oh, you did do the whipped coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh, how was that? I remember it great. whipped coffee. I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah. You know, I did it one time, but you know, yeah, I did it. Not, it didn't, you know, it was a one-time thing. The thing I remember buying was like $8 pasta as opposed to like the $1 uh, Kroger brand because it was uh. all sold out. I remember buying a lot of dried pasta to, because I'm like, I could always eat pasta sauce, jarred pasta sauce with pasta. I remember buying like the most expensive organic 
whatever brand because it's all that was left on the shelf. And I was like, got to get it. Got to have it. Doesn't matter. You got to have it. I saved on not panicking about toilet paper. I bought in spades in some random literal Italian brand of dried pasta. (laughs) Ridiculous. Funny. I ate it and it tasted just like Barilla. So whatever. All the same to us. Yeah. Mm I, I remember. So My friends and I, we were going to go to the, to Nashville for the SEC tournament. And obviously that the year, that's the year the tournament got canceled, but Mm -hmm. our Airbnb would not refund us the money. And there was at this point, I think there was still like five or six of us going. And we were like, you know what? Like, we'll just go. And like, if we only end up like going out to dinner, like once and just like hanging out at the house and like just being together and drinking, like fine. Fine. Yeah. We'll <laughs> we're, just like, do it. we're not going to get all of our money back. Like it was like over a thousand dollars for like, this is oh so- my gosh. Yeah. You yeah, might it was well expensive because we had it Thursday through Sunday. Uh-huh. So we're like, you know what, even if we just end up hanging out there, whatever. And we still went and it was, it was fun, but we were driving back on Sunday and like, man, we did, were those Sunday scaries really different. We were oh, totally hung over and everyone's like, and this is when it was truly escalating. Other businesses were shutting down. All of us were like, Oh my, like we were worried about our offices. And then on top of that, everyone's like, Oh my God, we have to go to the grocery store. Oh yeah. I it just was remember like immediately panic. coming back and going to Kroger and being like, I don't know. I need everything. Yeah. As soon as you got back, it was like the final countdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had a TV studio in my studio apartment for months at a time. Yes. Oh, oh my, my God, gosh. You did. Yeah. You had like a green screen or something set up. It was like a whole a whole thing. I hated it. I know. I and then they made you get like additional Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Mm-hmm. And didn't pay for it. Yeah. It was a good time. Oh, that was so, what a treat. <laughs> what a fun little treat. Well, we've come a long way since those days. You know, I would yeah. say my life, oh I would say my life has been pretty much unaffected the entire time. I feel very lucky for that. Thankfully. Yeah, no. Oh, for sure. No, we didn't I lose our jobs or you know. I, I didn't lose anyone close to me. Even I know people who did. And yeah. I know that's like, I mean, Ugh. I can't imagine can't having that imagine. experience and memory through all of this because it's just mm-hmm. traumatic enough, just surviving day-to-day life. So yeah, here we are. I remember, do you remember the period before vaccines came out and all of us that are, let's say in your thirties, or late twenties, early thirties, where our parents are at retirement age or a little beyond it. And the fear that your parents were going to get COVID. And unfortunately, like people, you know, whose parents did get it and either got very sick or died. Thank God mine never did. But I can remember before the vaccine, just living in constant fear that my parents were going to get it. It was just stress. And I couldn't do anything about it. Oh, but I remember one. And then once vaccines came out and my parents were vaccinated, I didn't realize how stressed I was about Same. it. Same. Yes. And as soon as they got vaccinated, I literally, it felt like a thousand pounds off my shoulders. Cause I was like, thank you, Jesus. Literally. Thank you, God. Yes. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. I remember tearing up when my, my parents told me they got their first shot. I was like, oh my God, we've made it. Like we've made, like things are going to be, yeah. Okay. It felt, I, I mean, I'm, what a hurdle. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know. That's why I drove home that one Christmas. Oh my God. Instead of right. blue, yeah. I, I drove from Kentucky to Dallas in a rental Jeep Wrangler. Cause it was the only thing available. Cause rental mm. cars were non-existent. Jeep Wranglers are great on the interstate. Everybody Wait. always says that. it was a smooth <laughs> ride driving. They say that's what you need to run a Wrangler. And I would make it I a made, soft top. Make it a soft top. Just take it off completely. Yeah, just don't eat, just drive with no doors. I, th- the, I only stopped for gas. I never, like I, I was like, and I yeah. like put gloves on to pop, to do, I was like, I will not mm-hmm. risk it because yeah. I already felt risky enough going, but mm-hmm. thankfully it when all I, out. when I got COVID in September of 2020, I know that I got it from a gas station. Because I was so careful, absolutely everywhere. And are even you at a sure gas was, station. Are you sure it was a gas station? I remember something that went on. I at remember your home. something else. Oh, oh, well, I had a few friends over for the derby, a couple of people over. And uh, it <laughs> turns out a couple of those people weren't as safe as the rest of us. And I, at the time, I was convinced it was from a gas station. Later on, I found out a couple of people that were at our little small get together. Um, got COVID and then I got COVID. And so initially I was like, oh, I 100. Claire, I'm actually glad you brought that up because my brain had not told me. Are you really I glad I, I brought that up? I feel like hey, I you should know have what? brought it up. Me and Claire no, are I'm complicit. Gl- We're complicit in this. Claire we and Jacqueline there. were part of the very small select group that was here. Um, and, but yeah, I was convinced it was a gas station and I forgot about that. It wasn't until later that uh, like, two of the guys that were here were like, no, we, we had COVID. And I was like, I remember actively speaking to you two in the kitchen. So thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's so so that's probably but guys, we have survived two years of, getting our lives, all of us in whatever capacity, you know, if you're, you know, you're still here and we're functioning and we've made it through and done the best in every capacity, everyone's lives. And yeah. Wow. Two years. It's, it's been hard different. to believe. It's, is, it's there, been is there anything time. you guys did during the quarantine time that you still do now? Cause I will say for me, two things, I, I feel like during quarantine, I didn't really do like the banana bread and the sourdough thing, um, and the sourdough bread thing, but yeah. I just got like more into cooking and like, was like super into like looking up recipes. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a habit that's stuck. And now I really, really, I like love walking outside. I mean, obviously I have a dog. So like, I've always felt like I've had to do that, but since quarantine when like for a while, that was like really only, only one of the ways we could work out. Like I like outside, but then for, and then I also like just like pouring a glass of wine in like a tumbler and like going for like a neighborhood walk. <laughs> like, and even now, Love like, it. this is kind of nice. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Outdoor walking was, yeah. If you don't, well, didn't work out to a video in your living room, you were outside walking because there yeah. was nothing else oh, to do. God. I walked I, so much. Me working so, out. I completely forgot about that. I was walking my neighborhood. Like it was all I could do. Oh yeah. Like it was just like, oh, there she goes again. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is there anything you guys did during quarantine that has stuck? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't feel like I developed any like new habits. I, I already cooked a lot and walked a lot. And so I guess it just continued, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, no, you were a walker when you were here. Yeah. I like to walk. Mm -hmm. I don't really walk anymore right now because I don't really have a place super close to my, where I live. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh yeah I don't not, not really I know honestly. I'm wondering not for me like I did a lot of things different but yeah I feel like now it's it's just gone in stages for me like I'm yeah. doing certain things a certain way but yeah nothing that I'm yeah unfortunately yeah well I don't know fortunately or unfortunately but I definitely yeah did things differently but yeah I think I'm kind of back to norms I think I am too I don't know my I feel like I'm like, what is normal? Everything is changed. My whole life is different. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I don't know. It's just been a, it's, it's, it's such a cliche thing to say, but like these past two years has really like stretched my, uh, grasp of time and, um, existence and what I get fulfillment out of. I don't know. Everything has just been so bizarre that Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's definitely, I think changed all of us for the rest of our lives, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I know that's the thing. I'm like, I wonder in 10 years, the stuff that we're going to be like, that was a short-term change or how much of this is just the way it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like how much of this is going to be life lifelong change or is everything going to go back to quote unquote normal? Like it did when there were other pandemics or epidemics or were there things from those that we don't even realize happened that we did day to day that were results of previous you know, sicknesses that were across the country or world. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to go back to pretty normal. I just wonder if like, I I'm just very curious about what COVID looks like in the future. Like is, is it going to be one of those things where it's like similar to like the flu? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I do wonder that in COVID season or is I think it on just... 60 minutes this past week, there was something that they you know basically I mean? like, said that. Yeah. I'm, no, just, really. I'm curious. Like mm-hmm. if that's what that looks like, I don't know. It'll yeah. If it's just going to be, yeah, that will be very interesting yeah. but guys. We've all done it. Here we are. We made Cheers. It. Cheers. We made it. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to living. Yes. Um, Okay. Um, big news this week was, which this talk about being obsessed with a story. The three of us were along with the rest of the country obsessed with the Brian laundry, Gabby Petito story. And mm. then after tragically it was discovered she had been murdered. And then even more tragically because of the unfulfillment of getting the crime, you know, justice for her death, Brian laundry was found dead. Um, yeah. uh, her boyfriend, if you guys don't know the story, I mean, I'm sure you do. It was literally like the biggest story because it was probably, it was during one of those downturns or upturns, I guess I should say in the pandemic where we were all stuck at home and it was just the story. Um, yeah. So Gabby Petito's parents are now suing Brian laundry's parents saying that they basically knew. Yeah. And, but okay. I thought I read something and this is like the worst type of podcasting when I'm like, I thought I read that. I mean, his parents were under no obligation to disclose any information to them, period. Like yeah. there, I mean, would it, does it seem like a, a crappy thing to do to be like, you know, where this girl is that no one else does. And they know the answer that her family is desperately seeking and yeah. not say anything. Yeah, it does. But like, can you sue someone over that? I mean, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or I read a point right before we started and it said, yeah, basically that her, her parents are suing saying his parents knew, and it was knew that he had killed her, knew that she was a dead and B that he had done it and just were choosing not to say anything to anybody. And then, but I think that's their right to not say something. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I can't remember. I don't know if it's there. I mean, is it, it's one. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that I does guess bring up under a good the question. Law, it's their right, but at the same time, 
I mean, how do you like live with that on your conscience? Well, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and they clearly weren't you, not only you killing can, Gabby Petito's family, they weren't killing the police either. Yeah. Yeah. You can and be I, a crappy I, person and it's not illegal. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but I don't Which know. Which to law. me is unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. If you're a crappy person, I'm pressing. <laughs> yeah, charges. it should be illegal. I'm pressing charges. And I, um, that story, I will never get over that story. I mean, that was, that was so, I mean, story, it's still ongoing and these are real people's lives, but whoa. I mean, I, just... I remember I was deep in on the, um, the TikTok theories mm-hmm. of like Brian Laundry oh. before we found out he was also dead and like mm-hmm. him hiding in like some bunker at his parents' house. And there was like oh. some video of the, the garden. garden with the hand. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? I d- it just kept like, you couldn't not come across this stuff. And then, you know, of course, it, it, the truth of it was way sadder and less mysterious than yeah anybody and ever any, anything yeah Ugh, but just so tragic but yeah so it'll well, be interesting that is a good point I wonder what will come of it because I guess is it a I imagine it's a well it's a civil suit obviously because her family's bringing it's a lawsuit and so yeah. um it'll be interesting to see yeah if they are held liable for if they can prove that his parents knew and could have brought in you know I don't know I don't know how that works I don't know either. Uh, Yeah. So I saw in an article about this lawsuit that they're also, um, that another reason that Gabby's parents are suing Brian Laundrie's family is because, um, they're also alleging that his parents were going to help him leave the country. Yeah. I saw that. I know that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like, obviously I've never been there. Uh, Thank God. I don't know what it's like to be in either of these families positions, but I do wonder like, what is, what is it going to do for them to be able to win this lawsuit? I just doesn't, if if I, I feel like if I was in that position, I don't know what I would get from it. I guess it's just to be like, ha, see, we told you, but it's a, I don't know. It's just a terrible situation. It's awful. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is like their way of like proving lawfully that Brian Laundrie like murdered. I think her? it's just their way to feel like some justice because it was yeah. so unfulfilling when he was found dead. I think not only for people that have followed the story, but imagine being her parents. Like, yeah. and have feeling like there was no justice, even though they said in one of the journals that police found, they said he took, a, you know, responsibility for her death, basically admitted to it, which is like, okay, good. But it's like to not see them, you know, go to prison or, you know, whatever. It's just yeah. like, oh, so and maybe they're just still feeling, and I can imagine yeah. they would, unfulfilled, unsatisfied, no justice. It's like, fine, someone's got to pay for this. So, so maybe that's this, part of it. So in this article that I'm reading um, by NBC News, it says that, um, her parents are um, saying that they're that the potential damages exceed thirty thousand dollars, but they didn't name like a specific dollar amount. Oh. Just that the potential damages exceed thirty grand. Oh, okay. Hmm. So. Hmm. Well, I'm sure there will be more updates. Yes, that's right. Um. This the re- uh, the reality story a reality show world rocked this week as well though whoa big news out of Vanderpump Rules oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah 
Tom Schwartz this- and Katie Maloney are getting divorced or Bubba. I know it's I real. I saw this yesterday or whenever it was two days ago. And this made me legitimately very sad. Like I feel bad for them. Like they've been together. It said after for 12 years, like they were together the whole time of the show. Then their wedding was chronicled on the show. Um, and they obviously had their own problems. Their relationship wasn't without drama, but I'm yeah. just sad for well, them. I mean, of course it's sad, but I just feel like it was a bad relationship. They were both miserable. Yeah. And he is I, terrible to her. He has brought her down so much because he is such a child. He's worthless. He's pathetic. Yeah. He can't do anything mm. for himself. He couldn't even have a bartending shift. Like, what has he ever done, honestly, except tag on to other people's success and then like Sandoval. Yeah. I mean, granted Katie hasn't done much either, but Katie could do more. I think without having the life sucked out of her by his moronic behavior, mm-hmm. he says, yeah. and he's, they've said such terrible things to each other and about each other <laughs> on the yeah. show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There were just certain times on the show where I was like, oh, they're not coming back from that. And boy, did they, though. And they were back together and everything was fine. And I was like, hey. but it's like it just made me I'm like, even if you know your relationship has tons of problems when you're together that long, like, oh, that is so hard. Oh, so hard. Sure. How do you finally have that conversation of like, look, this isn't working. Well, that's you so be, tough. Yeah. Honest about what's going on there. And I guess and- they they saw what pretty much anybody who'd been watching this show saw like, yeah. it's not working. <laughs> yeah, they finally admitted it to themselves. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. uh, yeah. that's all that's coming. Um, so I, I hope they're did both okay. The latest um Vanderpump season, I didn't watch it in its entirety, but like there was a couple episodes I just happened to watch just because I had Bravo on in the background. Mm-hmm. And one of the plot lines from this latest season um, was that Tom, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz were opening up a bar and they were another bar and they were trying to come up with the name. And then they were like arguing about the name. And um, initially both of Tom said that they liked the name. And then Katie was like, I don't like it to, to oh, Tom and was like, oh, Santa, like you just are saying that because it's Sandoval's idea. So then Tom Schwartz goes back to Sandoval and it's like, you know, well, Katie said she didn't like it because it's all your idea. And it's like, okay, wait a second. Like, if you agree with her, why can't you just say like, hey, like, yeah, no, think about on. it. I don't like it. No, he sucks. he sucks. He sucks. Sucks. Yeah. And, and even think- with their divorce statements, like she made like a very like neutral, like, kind of like a, not like a united front, like they're staying together, but just like, this is what we're doing. It's sad, blah, blah. blah. And he was like, you know, oh my God, I, how am I going to do this? What am I going to say? I can't say? even say the D word. It's her, it's her, this is what she's decided. And it's just like, oh, see, I, I don't follow him. And so I didn't see what he said. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, just, I only I, saw what she said. And so I assumed he posted the same thing. Oh no. It's like, no. honey, if you're in a marriage, Two people have to decide to get married and two people have to decide to get divorced. So. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Drama, drama. Well, hopefully it'll, it can stay even a little amicable then. Yeah, I just, oh, I like Katie. And so I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. And, and maybe I hope she's she's okay. Okay. Like, how sticky that gets too with their friend group. Yeah. But, I, maybe this yeah. will breathe life back into the show because it's been really bad. And I, 
I ha- I didn't watch it really this season at all. I listened to a podcast that talked about it. Yeah, um, same. but uh, yeah. maybe between this and Lala and Rand and James and James kind of uh, Raquel, maybe it could be um, uh, maybe it could actually be good <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love so. it. Yes, because it, it was so good back in the day. Oh heaven. Yes, heaven. it was perfect television they were trash and it was great and that's why we loved it because it was trash that's right right that's right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh i can't stop burping too many seltzers before the podcast before the podcast i'm having one right now it's kroger brand and it's raspberry and it is delicious yeah i'm having a lemon le croix le croix le croix okay Right. What, um, what's happening here? I don't have my app. My phone has been freezing, so I'm, I can't oh. pull anything up right now. Well, Claire, it's something you put in our rundown uh, and you okay. said, you said, I'm tired of celebrities on the internet. I am. Um, and I'd like for you to explain you did? that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because she said, I'm tired of celebrities on the internet. I'm, I've long advocated for all social media to be shut down. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I still, I still stand that is my number one thing I advocate for. But number two is now, Ooh. yeah, I want all celebrities off of the internet. The internet is for normal people. The internet is for us. Let us have it. Let us have uh-huh. something. You literally have everything else. You get to be on TV. You're in movies. You have books. You have magazines. Leave us alone. I don't uh-huh. want, I don't want you trying to be relatable, funny, cute, Stop trying to push your products on me. Stop trying to do subliminal advertising or whatever sneaking stuff in there. I'm tired of celebrities on the internet. I've literally reached a point where I don't want to see any celebrities ever again on my phone or on my desktop computer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, when Claire says she's advocated for social media to be shut down, this has been her narrative privately to our friend group for years. She's like, guys, it should be illegal. It's not okay. And we're like, I be- yes, uh-huh. it's just, I it, do agree. It's not, it's no longer destroying. It has destroyed humanity. <laughs> we are the dinosaurs <laughs> after the meteor. We are dead, essentially, or asteroid, whichever one hit Earth. I don't know because my brain has been too rotted by social media to remember any useful information. And I love TikTok. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But anytime I see a mother effing celebrity on TikTok, I know. I'm like, I can't swipe it away fast enough. Go I can't away. deal with this. Like, mm-hmm. literally, create your own social media and yes. stop trying to sell me. Skincare, for the love of God, celebrity skincare lines can go straight to hell because we all know that's not what you're using. Stop <laughs> bullshitting us. You're not using that. It's like just admit you just admit you have Botox and uh-huh. and you, you use have some like filler and you have um, some stuff in your lips and you have your eyebrows are microbladed. Like t- talk about it. Yes, talk, talk about it. it. Tell us. It's yeah. like when also um, where do you get it? I want to know because yeah. I want that to be I like, want tell that us to the be real right. secrets. Yeah. It's not olive oil, J Lo. You know you're doing more than olive oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Olive oil. Oh yeah. Really? You're in your 50s and you look the same, bitch. We know. Yeah. Like guys, remember the good old days before 
social media, even before regular people were on it. Like I think back sometimes to like, cause like, thank God when I was in high school, there was no social media. Yeah. There was none. There was none. Like there was Facebook the and last two what? years. I Life was, in high was school. bad then. And it's only gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If Claire ever runs for political office, her only platform and only topic she will vote on is social media reform. I'll be passionate as hell. Hell yeah. There are so many problems with it. And sometimes I have, like for years, I was like, if I wasn't in the news or wasn't on TV anymore, I would delete all my social media because it would be so freeing to just live. Uh, and life would still be hard and crappy at times, but it would be so, so much less pressure and so much less comparison. For me, it's the comparison that kills. Yes, of course. It's really taken a lot of happiness out of life because it's made like every, everything from the way we see ourselves to what we think we should look at, to what we look like, to what we should be doing, to where we should be going, to the way we should be spending our money. Like it's, it's, craziness and Mm -hmm. it comes down to even the smallest things whether it's like a huge political issue or you know a war or a pandemic or something as silly as like um baking bread I don't know just anything it just ruined everything like I can't do anything without feeling like well my life is shit because (laughs) when I do because I'm not using Kylie's in. Yeah, and no, neither is Kylie. Kylie's not neither using is Kylie. It. But no, no, she's not using Kylie's skin. Just remember, like when you back when social media started, like there weren't celebrities on it. Remember, it was like, no, oh my gosh, there was, is that their there real? Was, is that the real so and so on social media? Because yeah. it was for us. It's all we knew us. about celebrities was they were in movies. They either did interviews with magazines or they were on the cover of gossip magazines. And that's the only access we had to them. We didn't know anything else. And we didn't need to know. Honestly, we were all better for it. We were, they were better for it. We were better for it. And sure. I know it's opened up this whole new portal of ways to make money. Shut it down. (laughs) John Taffer, this come on bar rescue, my life bar rescue, social media and bar rescue the celebrities off of my feed. Yeah, they make enough money already. Come on. Get, stop making us feel worse about ourselves than we already do. And you know who, you know who, as the queen she is, is cooperating? Britney Spears. She deleted her Instagram account. What? She did? Oh my God. You know what? I haven't when? seen post in a few days. Well, no, she like just posted yesterday. She deleted it this morning. No. I, I, oh my God. What? I need to right now. If it's still gone. It, I'm too. It was oh, gone. I don't have it. <gasps> See, no queen. Wow. You know, Brittany's been posting some hot content lately and maybe, you know, I I think, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, I don't know. I'm really, that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's basically all she wanted to say. Um, I'd also like to hear your thoughts on daylight saving time. <laughs> Claire, those are Claire's two topics this week. And I'm excited. I, you killed it on that last one. Share with your daylight saving because it's the big topic. Cause what is this? Are they're trying to pass the federal law now saying they're doing the keeping it? Yeah. The Senate approved it that we're, which someone had a good point that we're, they're trying to keep daylight saving time forever. And someone was like, well, why not standard time forever? Like, 
Oh. Why don't you just have the standard time? Honestly, now that my life is um, not really affected by the daylight saving of it all, I don't care one way or another. I do like, I like brighter days. Um, obviously, I love sunshine. Uh, I think you're generally happier with the sun, but I also mm-hmm. like a gloomy, dark day in the winter. So you know what? Say la vie. Um, but yeah. yeah, we had the time change this week and gotta say, feels like it's just sunny about 22 hours of the day. <laughs> Do I yeah. live like in the de- night of the eternal sun or something? I don't know if it just seems way sunnier than I ever remembered, but well, oh, really? I will yeah. say when I, so every morning, at least during the week, my alarm goes off at seven. And obviously I don't get out of bed immediately at seven, but I at least like poke an eye open and like, look at the window. And the, this week it's so dark. The sun hasn't been up. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. It's dark. I'm tough. like, hmm. but honestly, I don't really, I don't, this might, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't really care to like change times. I was just no, going to say the same thing. I don't think thing. anybody I'd... needs to change times. Like it's like kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're it. saying it in the, the, yeah, right. Yeah. She okay. means like, it doesn't. And I was just going to say, I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, it doesn't make that big of a difference to me. It made a huge difference to me for the first couple of days when I worked the morning shift in right, TV news, yeah. like we're like yeah. Claire did, or we all have where you got up at, uh, excuse me, at 2am or 3am. And that losing an hour was like a punch in the face. Like, like Oh, it was horrible. It just, it's already hard enough to get up and to feel physically feel like you've lost another hour. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. But now that, Um, but now I'm like, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, either way, if they want to do it, great. If not, whatever. Well, and I feel like also it's kind of fun, especially when the time changes, like, you know, like it did now to daylight savings, you're like, Oh, you know, now that we change times, you kind of have something to look forward to. Cause you're like, Oh, the sun sets later. And yeah. It slowly starts getting warmer out. Um, I don't know. I don't really care to. And I, I don't know. I just, I never really understood why people get so upset about it, but I guess if you have like kids or like another job, I understand how it affects you, but I, I think it's kind of something that <laughs> keeps things spicy for everyone. <laughs> yes. Keeps it spicy, spicy mm-hmm. time change. Um, something I want to share with you all that if you are just looking for Sometimes at night when I'm going to sleep, like I love to like watch an ASMR video, like watch someone get their hair played with, or listen to someone like tell you a bedtime story. Like there are certain types we've talked about it before on this podcast and just personally, like there are certain types of ASMR. I don't work for me. I don't care about them. They stress me out. The relaxing ones to me are someone like getting their hair played with or someone telling you a story just in a very calm way. Love those. I don't know why, but my YouTube suggested to me the other night, and I've been watching videos on this topic every night. And I find it so interesting and deeply relaxing as well. Okay. It's videos about the coldest inhabited place on earth and how people survive there. It's this town in Northern it's in Siberia. It's this town in Northern Siberia, which is in Northern Russia. And it's this place. It is the coldest place on earth. And there's tons of YouTubers from there. Like these, like I know I had no idea. It was this one video that popped up and it said like day in the life of a family in the coldest place on earth. And I was like, huh? So I watched it and it's this um, man and wife and they're like eight year old son. 
Okay. And it shows how they live their day, like how they function during the day to stay warm and um, heat their house and, you know, shower and make food. It's so random and weird and fascinating, but my YouTube suggested it to me in the last like four nights, every night I've like looked forward to watching another video about these other people living, like how they dress, like how they dress to even go outside for 15 minutes. Cause they're like, yeah. after 15 minutes, no matter what you have on, you have to go back inside. Like it, they're like 15 Game minutes over. is it. And I mean, it is crazy. And so that for me lately has been like the video I've been watching right before I go to sleep. And the town is called uh, Yakutia. Y-A-K-U-T-I-A. Yeah, Y-A-K-U-T-I-A. Yakutia. And then um, I think maybe this, I don't know what the equivalent to state is, but uh, uh, Yakutsk, I think. But anyway, um, it's Mm -hmm. fascinating. And that has been like some of my most watched content this week. And I've just enjoyed, I love learning. It's like any show that I get into. I'm like, I love true crime, but I also love any kind of like documentary about a sect of life that I had no idea existed. Oh, same. You know what I mean? Love it. Yeah. Like I love those like true life, not true life. That's that MTV franchise, but like um, reality shows about <clears throat> like people in prison that are like in prisons in America. And I'm just like, or prisons around the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people are living this way, you yeah. know, or what or people obviously not. Yeah. The ones about people that are, you know, serial killers and murderers. Like I truly don't care their living conditions, but it's people that are in there for like, you know, nonviolent crimes, you know, drugs or things like that, or, you know, and so there are people that are there for six months, three months, one month, and then are getting out. So it's just an interesting, but that's why I think it's why I'm so into that. And so into this random line of, I'm telling you a ton of YouTubers from that area, because it's such enthralling content. Um, That is so weird. I'm looking at it on a map. Whoa. Yeah. Yakut. I mean, it is so far North and guys, the average temperature in the winter is negative 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Nope. Wow. Negative I I 95. I remember during the Sochi Olympics, they did Mary Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like a whole like special like segment on Siberia and like I want to see it was like the cult it might have been that village I don't know and yeah. I remember we watched it and we were like Whoa. it's insane yeah I mean it's just like it's I'm so like quiet. I had no idea yeah it's yeah. so quiet and I'm like I had no idea people a could live in that area and b actually do and choose to yeah like it was so crazy they don't like the one thing I'll tell you because I don't want to spoil all the videos but they have in, if you live in the city, like it's a very small city there as well. You live yeah. in the city, you have running water, but it's like, it's prone to freezing, et cetera, but you can shower inside. 90% of people that live in the surrounding villages, including Yakutia, they have to burn. They have outdoor bathhouses, but it's like an enclosed little cabin and they have a little like wood burning stove in there. They have to burn wood in there for five hours to heat the place oh. enough to where then they can go out there and they just have like a steam room and then a big bucket of water that they wash themselves with. And they can only shower like once a week because it's so much effort oh. just to get it warm enough yeah. so they can bathe. And I'm just like, once a week, once a week, once a week. And they have to, it's like an all day prep thing before you're able to, because it takes so long for even true fire to make it warm enough. Jeez. It's crazy. So if you're looking for random content to help put you to sleep at night, that's also just like, what? Uh, Look up Siberia and Yakutia and this small village um, and how they um, 
wow, have to do hours of prep work for these simplest tasks. I, I gotta say, interesting of YouTube to uh, be suggesting Russian content though. Oh, that's true. Oh, I know. And I thought about it and I was like, these poor people, I know they're against it. They better be against it. They better be. They better be. Oh, because they're not Russia. No. Oh, and that's the one thing. These aren't Russians. I mean, they are because they're in Russia, but they are part of a um a different like uh, they look um um they're from I think they said a Turkic, I think is what they said. Yeah, um history. They they look like um I don't want to be insensitive or sound wrong in any way. They almost look um, like, like Asian descent or um, they're, you know, dark haired. Um, When I first, if you first saw them in a photograph for us here, I would think, oh, they're from, they're in a, from, they're Asian in some way. Um, But anyway, yeah. So they don't, yeah. If it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, because not only is it near. It would be weird. But to me that when, if I saw the videos, I'm like, I don't think these people are Russian people at all. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, that's a gigantic country, first of all. Oh, I know. And second it's of all. Country. Yeah. Um, they, are they the Yakuts or the Tula? Yes. They're, I think they're, yeah, the, they call them, they're like Yakutian people or yeah, they call it like Yakut culture. Okay. Is what yeah, one yeah. of the well, girls called it. also near like Mongolia and yeah, like, kind of in that like Asia region. So right, I guess yeah. that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So if you guys, yeah, sorry, I guess I should have said that sooner. If you're envisioning what you think a Russian person looks like, that's not what these people look like. Um, or their culture. Like, and they have like these, all the videos I've seen, people are talking about like, sure. these are hundreds and hundreds of years of tradition and it's survival. Like yes. Yeah. They're more of like an indigenous culture to that region of specifically that section of Siberia. And it's just fascinating. It's so interesting. I, do you remember? It is. Do you remember? I think it was Sesame street. <laughs> one like they had sure. I, I think they were in Alaska but it was like something similar like um a little girl at her house and it was a little song and it was showing her get dre- getting dressed ready to go to school and she had to put on all her layers and it was like pull on my mucklucks Arca. and then she went outside and that's what that reminds me of and I was like fascinated by it because you yeah they had like these fur pants that they had to put on and then oh yeah all those they have boots. And, yeah. yeah, they talk about like their boots are made of reindeer skin. Yeah. Like legit God, reindeer skin. Not Santa's reindeer kids. If you're listening at home right now, not Santa's reindeer, but other reindeer. And they're like, they're the only thing that keep you warm. And I'm like, it's so interesting. That's yeah. Crazy. So that's my random thing I've been watching in case you all want to get inspired. <laughs> um, let's see. The other thing I wanted to chat about was okay so I've been thinking this week and I know you have a lot to say on this oh no lately I've been and I'm excited because I want to hear your thoughts and then Jacqueline you as well though I am beginning to feel the name of Botox calling my name Uh um just lately just lately I've been looking in the mirror and noticing lines across my forehead that I know weren't there maybe two years ago, three years ago. And I'm just oh, yeah. starting to see little lines on my forehead that I'm like, cause a lot of my girlfriends, you know, friends of ours too have, mm-hmm, have done mm-hmm. it in recent times, you know, mm-hmm. and, and people say now you can do it preventatively, but also just kind of, yeah, keep things from getting worse or whatever. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, just the last like month or so I've been like looking and every time I do my skincare, I'm like, Good to be about that time. Cause I've always said, Oh, I know I'll do it in the future. I know I'll do it in the future. I don't need it yet. But just lately I'm like, 
I don't know. And I just kind of don't even know how to dip my toe in, where to even begin. And we work at a lot of skincare places on, you know, throughout, you know, television. And so I'm like, I know I could reach out to people, but I'm just feeling intimidated by it, but excited about it and kind of like, yeah. ah. well, okay. Clearly, so we'll we'll get a consultation so- first, right? So, okay. Well, we're just going to out me. Yes. I have had Botox. Well, I didn't Sorry. say, I wasn't going to say, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't, I didn't say that. So you had a consultation first, right? Um, before what, Jacqueline? <laughs> I know I felt bad as I said, Clara has something. And then I was like, crap, crap, crap. I shouldn't have said that. But that's why I said a lot of our friends have done it because a ton of our friends have done it, not just Claire. Wait All a second. Like, we were just talking about celebrities, not talking about their fillers. Both okay. A, I am not a celebrity. And B, let me talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, I got Botox twice. I have not had it anytime recently. I had it very lightly in my forehead to the point where there were days where I couldn't even tell that I had it because basically uh-huh. it came from video chatting during the pandemic with one of my good friends from college. And I would see my stupid forehead in the screen constantly. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So yeah, I got a consultation. I, what I said, I was like, I want it to be as light as possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I don't want anything and I didn't want it anywhere on my face, but right basically in between my, I don't have the 11s. People talk about the 11s. I don't oh, have yeah. that. I just have like a deep crease there that was really bugging me. And, um, so I tried it, I did it once and then I did it again. And then I haven't done it for many reasons because I'm now at a place where I don't want it. I think I, I, oh. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't, I, 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 I'm really glad I did it. And I think it's one of those things that if you think you want to do it or want to see what it's like, I, I see no harm in trying it. If you've researched it and you have the mm-hmm. budget to do it and it's something you want to do, but I just like the, I was just like, I don't know. I just feel like now I just want to be, I I'm happy with the way I look and, um, I, am not, I, I was fixating on something that I didn't need to fixate on. I was like, I was looking at myself too much, honestly. And mm-hmm. so, and, and also like, I'm not on TV anymore. I don't have to see myself all the time. And I think that was a big thing. It's like when you're on TV and you're seeing pictures of yourself and seeing yourself on screen constantly, it is not normal. And so you are picking yourself apart more than I think you would on a daily basis, Mm-hmm. should you not be doing that? But I don't know. There's just lots of, I was feeling like, a, I think a lot of different outside influences. So, so I was very much in a place of wanting to, I'm glad I did it, but now I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Not, but I would encourage it if you want to, because I think mm-hmm. it's a cool thing to try. And like the good thing about it is it wears off. So like, if you, hate yeah. it, And it's one of those where like you can do a little and then you could do more if you want to try more or less if you want to do less. I really see it as like not that big of a deal. Yeah. For some. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I like it. Like hurt it all. Sound good. Um, and not really. I've heard some places numb you, but where I went didn't even numb and it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, it just feels like little pinches, but it is a needle. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's like a circus in that whole thing. 
Yeah. They come, and yeah, that they part come at freaks you with me that. out about it. That part freaks me out about it. And the other thing that's holding me back is just, yeah, A, the pain, because I've shared before, I have an intense needle phobia. So I would just have to do like I do when I get a flu shot or a vaccine, like I did for COVID. Like, don't ever let me see the needle. Yeah. Just yeah. don't ever let me see it. Just tell me to shut my eyes and then just go. And I don't want to know that it's happening because I can't see the needle or I will get up and run screaming. Yeah. Um, so that freaks me out. But then also I'm like, like we talked about, I think last week or week before about the rat race of beauty. Like once you get your nails done, then you got to keep getting them done. Mm-hmm. Once you do this, you got to keep doing it. And that's the other thing that keeps me. I'm like, once I start, will I ever stop? Not like getting more. And I just mean like, well, I just have to, it'll be the next appointment that I have to keep up with. Yeah. It's yeah. Just going like and doing the, this. It's like the main <laughs> of it. Yeah. Well, one thing yeah. that I, that like, I feel like you should be prepared for if you go do it. Cause I've heard other girls mention this too. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. they love to point out what else you should do. Oh, and they like mm. to point out things about your face that mm, you hadn't noticed. And so then you're like, oh, oh but I, I just, I just wanted thought this, thought it was the one thing. And now it's <laughs> these 13 reasons why, like, this is my <laughs> Oh, wow. Did oh, you no. mean to say that? But, no, I didn't really. But, and so I think that was another thing too, where I was like, I don't need to, cause they take pictures of you and they make you make faces. And so they, and yeah, uh, I was like, you know what? I actually don't need this in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. I'm no, not really in a financial situation where I should be funneling that amount of money towards that. Like I, okay. Yeah. I have that mm-hmm. money to spend, but I think it could be spent more worthwhile on other things. And, mm-hmm. but that's a personal thing. Like that's just a yeah. choice. Okay. I'm just considering it and I'm just thinking about it a lot. And I, it's one of those things that I think I'll probably overthink to death before I finally make a decision. And it'll either be totally time where I'm like, oh yeah, I totally need to do this. Or I'll be like, Oh yeah. I forgot. I was even considering that. That's where yeah. I really ride the line. So anyway, Maybe, I mean, it could even be one of those things where like you go to a couple different med spas and just do their consultations and then like decide which one you like best, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And just kind of see, yeah. And that's a good point, Claire. I, I had thought, I've heard other people say that, that like anytime you go somewhere, they're like, and what do you, what about this and this and this and this? Oh, it's like even in the Sex and the City reboot when Carrie went to get a yes. consultation. She went with Mario and then they started saying, we could do this for you, Carrie. And da, 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 da. And she was like, uh, you know, it's just like, first of all, I would have said yes, because whatever magical device they had, I was like, okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that was actually, and honestly, it was true to life because nothing in that show was non-realistic. It was totally accurate. (laughs) Totally accurate. The lived Um, experience. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just kind of considering it and I'll know a lot of people that have done it. And like you said, you, you're not doing it now, which is perfect, but yeah, you're happy you did it. And so I'm like, I kind of want to just I'm just finding myself th- considering it more, but I know, yeah, I see myself on TV every day and I'm constantly aware of how I look because I have to be. Yeah. Um, and so that may play into it as well. I don't think if it's the same thing, I wouldn't be thinking about a lot of stuff if I wasn't seeing it on social media or comparing myself to others, I would just be doing what I want to do, you know? Yes. And I, yeah. So I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Haley, I've been yeah. thinking about it too. Yeah. Um, but my goal is like, okay, I'm going to like save X amount of dollars specifically for this thing. So then when I go and do it, I at least have like two appointments worth. Oh yeah. We're not, yeah. Save, so I'm not like, oh my God, I spent so much money on it. And then I'm like, okay, uh-huh. you know, so I'm, I'm kind of setting myself up, but I yeah, that's hate, a, good, a good idea. 
I hate needles too. And so uh-huh. I get um a lip flip on my top lip, which is uh-huh. basically just like Botox in your lip. So like your lip doesn't thin as much, I guess, if you don't know what a lip flip is, but yeah. Um, I don't see the needle until they start unpackaging it. And then I literally just close my eyes and I'm like, just, I can't. And yeah. Then fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't yeah, I, see if you can do it. I'm sure I could do it. Yeah. It's like, okay. If yeah, yeah. I'm the same. I'm like, just don't let me see it. And I'm good to go. Yeah. Good and it's go. like, they're like waving the needles around or anything. It's like, in a <laughs> they like unpackage it and then they do it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm just going to like look and like, that's good. Okay. Hmm. All right. Stay tuned. I'll update you on what I decide to do. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Jacqueline, what's up with you? What do you want to talk about this week? Well, I think, I think, um, if you've listened to this podcast before, I think everyone knows what I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about, um, the skeet and Kanye and Kim. Oh, those text messages, (laughs) those text messages. So the guy who originally, so, okay. So someone posted these text messages between Pete and Kanye that Pete had started to Kanye. Um, and the person that originally posted them, um, he is a comedian and I guess he is friends with Pete Davidson. I don't, there's, we don't really know the story behind it, but it, that's like, these were screenshots. From, mm-hmm. What from I read was that, cause time. I guess I didn't realize Pete Davidson doesn't have social media. And so this friend, anytime Pete wants to reach out to his fans on social media, this friend posts for him is what I read. So I oh, think that okay. might be yes, the background. I think you're right. Because I think yeah. for a minute he did have ins- Instagram and then he like deleted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. because of Kanye. Yeah. Which makes sense. But so some of the, um, okay. So the funniest part, okay. I don't really even want to say this is funny, but, um, the skeet nickname just, um, makes me laugh. Um, and Pete in his text to Kanye goes, yo, it's skeet. And just reading that just gave me a little chuckle. Mm -hmm. Um, but then he just, you know, was asking Kanye to calm down and, um, you know, was just talking about how great Kim is. And, you know, he's like, I'm just, he's like, I've just decided I'm not going to treat you that I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore. And I'm done being quiet, you know, grow. He said, grow the F up. And then Kanye said, oh, you're using profanity now. Where are you right now? So then <laughs> to that text. Pete said in bed with your wife and then sent a selfie of him like laying in bed with no shirt on, give, sticking his tongue out and doing the peace sign. Mm. And then Kanye said, happy to see you're out of the hospital and rehab. So it's safe to say that um, Kanye and Pete are still not friends. Um, and then basically there was just a back and forth about um, Pete going to... Um, you know, Pete was saying that he wanted to like talk things out privately, blah, blah, blah. And Kanye was like, oh, come to Sunday service, come to Sunday service. And Pete was like, I'm not doing this in public. Like, you know, it's private or it's nothing. Um, and basically neither of them are compromising. Um, so that was that. And then since those text messages, um, I think those were posted like Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, maybe. Um, 
on top of that, Kanye was doing more posts on Instagram. It was a doozy. It was not good. So there was one post where there was, there was three pins on North's backpack. One was a mm-hmm. pin of Kanye's face. One was a pin of North's face. And in the middle was a pin of like an alien. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of follow along with the Kardashians and with North, she is the most, or at least, I don't know, cause she's like the oldest. So like, we probably see her personality more than anyone, but she is like very expressive. And like, even in like Kim's, um, like Instagram lies that she's had, like North has said, has said funny things in the background. And, you know, she has like this TikTok account and blah, blah, blah. And she's very creative. So she has these three pins on her backpack and Kanye does not like the pins. And, you know, basically says that the pins are, um, you know, the reason, um, oh my God, what is he saying in the post? He says that the pins, you know, are basically one of the reasons that, or show one of the reasons that Kim won't let him see the kids and um, is basically saying that since there's an alien there that like people who don't love God are raising his kids and it's bad and he's worried about the state of his kids and blah, blah, blah. And then, and how he's not allowed to see them and how they're not allowed to go to Sunday service. Well, Kim comments on that post and says, please stop with this narrative. You were just here this morning picking up the kids to take them to school. Yeah. It's, oh Lord Jesus. The whole thing. I'm just like, oh my Lord. I know. Right. So then there's like, there's a magazine post about like, you know, one of those gossip magazines posted about that. And then Kanye screenshot that and then reposted it and like was saying all this stuff. And then, um, one of the posts he said this morning, um, that Kanye said was that he said, quote, I'm really concerned that Skeet will get my kids mom hooked on drugs. He's in rehab every two months. So, oh, oh, it's just, it's, I just need, it's the same thing I've been saying the whole time. I just need Kanye to stop. Just get off social media. Just get off social media. Just get off social media. And we'll just take his phone away. Okay, wait. Also, if he was a woman, we would be sitting here talking about putting her, him under a conservatorship. Like mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, and him being against North being on TikTok and all the kids stuff with the kids, like, I feel like I can't really be super opinionated on that because we don't really know like what's going on with that. And like that involves kids, but like Mm -hmm. just of seeming of his mental state from the captions that he posts on Instagram. Like if I was Kim, I would be legitimately scared of being around Kanye or of like my children being around him. Like he just, has she gotten like restraining order or anything? Not yet. I wonder how he acts around her. Like when he obviously picks up the children to take them to school, how does he act? That's what I want to know. It's like, he may be posting all this stuff, but it's like, how is he acting when he has to be around her? Obviously because they share four children. She's doing press right now. Right. I mean, for their TV show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of 
lot of public facing <laughs> shit going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. On I both mean, fronts. I don't think that this Kanye stuff that he's doing right now and their show like really correlate. I mean, I think that in reality, I think that this whole situation with Kanye and the kids is like legitimately Kim's worst nightmare. And I don't think that she would like use this situation as a way to like get viewership of the show. I don't know. I literally don't know. I just cannot give my <laughs> mental space to it. Like I can't, yeah. it's, I'm just like, whatever, like you're white trash, like the rest of us probably like, cool. <laughs> like, Oh gosh. I- yeah. <laughs> I just wish they'd handle it privately and just move on. I'm just like, I just, it's just frightening. It's get, it's scary. And I'm just well, like, the Oh my thing gosh, is but too, I love like, the tweets. Well, the thing is too, was like, for the most part, like Kim really hasn't said anything publicly. It's really only been Kanye. <laughs> So it's like, okay, yeah. like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like get it's off. Like, yeah. You're mad because Kim's dating Pete, but then you dated Uncut Gems. And then this other yeah. like sheen version of Kim and you're like mm-hmm. parading her around, taking her to like Miami and these like NBA games and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like posting screenshot conversations between you and skeet i don't know it just like doesn't make any yeah. sense. it's like so it fucking doesn't make cool. any sense i think yeah. he's so narcissistic manipulative and i think he truly truly is in a horrible mental state and i think he has been for a long time and i think it's just now bubbling to the surface at least publicly um And like I said before, I think if he was a woman, I truly think that there would be serious conversation about putting him under a conservatorship. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just wonder, I just hope it doesn't go any further. I hope it goes to, they just get divorced and he just, or someone deletes his, he somehow gets rid of his Instagram. Like shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Across the street. Like just deal with the kids. They're not, she is legally single, but their divorce isn't settled yet. Yeah. They're divorced. So a judge declared her, it's kind of the exact same thing that happened in Kelly Clarkson's divorce. Yeah. Cause like Kelly Clarkson was declared legally single several months before. I think they just, they just finally finalized the details of that divorce. And so I'm, I think this is the exact same scenario. I'm sure the details Um, are like custody, money, businesses. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine how long all that, all those negotiations take, but yeah, it's just crazy. I'm like, (laughs) get off social media, work it out. Delete your Instagram. You've got kids. How about we, let's meditate. Maybe like, you know, put, take a hot shower and put some eucalyptus in there and take a deep mm. breath. Let's count to 10. <laughs> so we're good. Anything. God, anything. And we're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Who knows? There'll be more next week. I know that. Yeah. 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 Unless Claire is successful in her bid to get social media deleted, then we're fine. I'm trying. I've She's been talking about it for years, for years. <laughs> Um, all right, let's do favorites and self-care. Are we ready? 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's do our faves and self-care, which we are looking for a sponsor, everybody, for our favorites and self-care segment. If you know of any great place that you think would be a good partner for us here on the A Block, we would love to have someone sponsor our favorites and self-care segment because uh, I know a lot of you guys love it. We post it every week on social media, our picks, and we get a lot of um, feedback from you guys that you enjoy things that we're liking and picking and specifically as relates to self-care, but also just things we're liking. And so um, if you know a business out there or anyone that would like to sponsor the segment, we are looking for one. So bring yes. it on. It would be lovely. Uh, yes, it would be awesome. Um, Claire, why don't you start this week? Tell us what you're obsessed with. Um, okay. What am I obsessed with? Um, my, so it, I feel like my, they're both either or, um, okay. because so I'll, so I guess my first like favorite thing this week is, um, a, I get obsessed with and British shows. I love, oh, like, love. Like, particularly like reality shows. Like I've always been a big bake off fan, but uh, there's been yeah. a show that I've watched multiple times on Netflix that I'm watching again. And it's uh, also a competition show. It's the big family cooking showdown. And there's cool. two seasons on there. The two seasons are not created equal. The first season is better than the second season. So if you're going to go watch, watch the first season. And I just recently started watching it again. Just like, it's just like a a place of like soothe for me. I'm just like, I love this. I, I, I really want to cook all the food that they're making and try the Mm. food. And then I just love the way that they interact. And it's just, it's like, um, different state. It's a progressively like, it's kind of like tournament play in a way. Um, each mm-hmm. episode are different families going against each other. And then the end, the two families who won their matches face off. Um, oh, cool. oh, this sounds really fun. Yeah. And I, I never I heard love of it. this. this yeah. Sounds awesome. I feel like it didn't get a lot of like attention. Um, the way the great British t- bake off did. This, huh? I said the way the great British Bake Off did. Right. Yeah. And uh. there's only two seasons. Like, but like I said, the first season is better than the second. They changed hosts and judges and everything. And I don't know Oof. why. Um, yeah. But then to go hand in hand with that also, I've been all back listening to one of my favorite podcasts, also British called Table Manners, which I know mm-hmm. at least I've told you, Haley, about. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I really enjoy that podcast. I haven't listened to it in probably a month or so. I actually kind of forgot about it. I got to get back on that. It's very soothing. Just started recently. Yeah, it's just so soothing. It's Jessie so Ware, soothing. who's a singer, and her mom, Lenny. And basically, they just have a guest, and they cook dinner, and they talk about food. And I love it. Um, mm-hmm. So those are. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And they just, just the way they talk and the vibe of it. It's just very chill and soothing. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my favorite things. Um, and then my self-care, but also my favorite thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I colored my hair for the first time. Yeah. And it was a moment, but I'm over it now. Um, I did have a meltdown, but I now like I'm in a place of acceptance and actually like it. But anyway, I got the Bumble and Bumble hairdressers invisible oil. Um, and okay. it's gr- I I'm just obsessed with it. You can put it on wet hair or dry hair and it gives it a little shine helps with any like frizzy flyaways. And I feel like it just helps with the style somehow. And it smells good. Um, it's just an all around excellent product. So if you're looking for a hair product that will give you a little moisture, a little shine, a little zhuzh, hairdressers, yeah. Hairdressers, invisible oil, uh, by Bumble and Bumble. 
It's an A plus from me. Awesome. Yes. Excellent. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, pretty bottle too. Yeah. It's oh my God. Bottle. Yeah, it is. Hairdresser's invisible oil. Ooh. Oh, and it's a heat and UV protective primer oh. too. Yes. Love yes. That. It, it does all, it does everything. And I am loving it. Okay. I'm just added it to my Sephora cart. Yeah. That I always have stuff in. <laughs> yes. Just always have stuff going. Yeah. I've always got a little something in there. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I'm nearly out of that. I'm going to go ahead and add it to my basket. And when I get enough, then I'll, I'll make a purchase. Yes. Yeah. That's, I do the same thing, but my place is Ulta. Oh yeah. Ulta. So fine. good. So yeah. good. Ooh, Claire. Okay. Yay. That sounds Love nice. It. Invisible oil. Haley's I'm always like, afraid of oil products for hair. Cause I'm always afraid they're going to weigh my hair down. Right. Well, and wait, there are two different versions of this product and okay. I don't, oh, okay. I yeah, don't really know the food. difference. Um, there's the, the oil that's in the orange bottle, which is probably what you're saying is, um, so oh. pretty, pretty. I like the other one. That's like a spray looking bottle. It's like a white Ew. bottle. That's okay. the stuff. It's also okay. called invisible oil, but okay. it's the, Oh, stuff. I see it. I see yeah. it. Okay. Cause yeah, I get weirded out back in the day. I used, what was it called? Biosilk. Remember yeah. Biosilk? Oh. I remember yes. Biosilk. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how to use that. I was too young and I was just, it was like pouring a pan of grease into my hair. And so ever since oh, yeah. then, I've been afraid of oil, like yeah, oils for my hair. I mean, granted I'm like 20 years older now, so I probably would do better, but I kind of have that same hesitancy about an oil product, but, um, yeah, I like this stuff. Cool. Okay. Yay. I'm excited. I love new products. Products. I love, 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 love just all love products. Product. I'm like, let's do it. You know what? Um, you make a suggestion to me for my hair and I'll try it once always. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Oh yeah. Always. Uh, my favorite this week is a skincare product, um, a beauty product as well. My favorite is, and I got a sample of this last time I placed an Ulta or Sephora order. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do is, do you guys have a drawer in your bathroom like I do that's just filled with all the samples you've been given from Sephora and Ulta? Bin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a drawer that's just, and it's a small drawer, but it's filled with products that I've, anytime I order or buy, I feel like I'm giving free samples all the time. So what I try to do when I go on trips is take a bunch of those samples with me mm-hmm. so I can use them up. So I grabbed a random sample and it's, you know, the skincare brand origins, it's all the yeah. white packaging. It's very natural. It's their, they have that ginger face wash that smells so good. And it's like foamy and wonderful. This is their Ooh. ginger face wash, but it's a scrub. So it smells the same as their like iconic face wash, but it has these little bitty scrub things in it. It was just the sample I took on the trip. Oh my gosh. It's awesome. Like my favorite right. facial scrub is the one I talked about on the podcast years ago, the Peter Thomas Roth firm RX. I still use that every two days um, in the shower. I still like, I like put my head out of the shower, dry my Let face dry. off on a towel because you're supposed to do dry face, dry hands, dry my hands on it. I still use that like every three days. But if you're looking for a regular like physical scrub, I used it all week, like every other day on the uh, trip, work trip I was on in the shower. Loved it. It's the origins. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's their ginger face wash, but with scrub in it. And it is, it worked really well. My skin felt so good after, but the aromatherapy of it, because I've used that face wash before it's the aromatherapy of it is fantastic, but the scrub itself was super fine and white. Um, the whole, the scrub is completely white. Um, and it's, oh, it just did such a good job scrubbing, but just smelled so good too. What's it called? Um, yeah, what it's the, origins. It, uh, let me see. 
Origins. I may just type in scrub. Oh, I, I just typed in Oranginas on Sephora. Yes, me too. Like I, oh, it's the, the face wash is the checks and balances frothy face wash. And so this is probably. Checks and balances. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, wait. That's the face wash. Oh, it's the origins checks and balances polishing exfoliator. Polishing, polishing. I, I hate to yes. come in with this breaking news, but I was look, I was opening something and there is breaking news. Kanye West it? has been suspended from Instagram for 24 <gasps> hours. Stop it. Shut up. Stop. Are you lying? No. <gasps> Why would you lie, Claire? I don't you know. Just I, just, I just don't believe it. Cause he's a man. That, that is crazy. I'm uh, let me, you let me what? double check. Yes. It's Thank for sure. God. Thank God. Wow. On hour 25, shit is going to hit the fan, <laughs> just so we're all clear. When he comes back, he's going to come back swinging. Suspend all celebrities. Honestly, <laughs> don't just, don't stop with him. Come on, don't be afraid, Instagram. Get Claire, in I think, I think the internet gods listen to you. I'm trying. You manifested this. You manifested. Like, guys, this is, did we cause this? Are they listening Maybe. right now? Our power. And we're like, fine. We, Claire, we can't do it all, but we can. We can ban one person and it will be Kanye. Wow. All right. All right. Haley, yeah. um, to circle back to your face wash, I just added that to uh, my um, bag that I've been accumulating. On, yes. On, on yes. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. It's the, uh, uh, it, it's amazing. I love it. Love it. Love it. And you'd only need a little bit. So, and then my self-care that I've been doing is um, I just am extremely sensitive to not getting enough sleep. And on the work trip I was on, I've slept pretty well, but I never sleep as good, not in my own bed, but I cannot express to you how important it is for me to get enough sleep. Last night I did that thing where I laid down to go to sleep and I woke up when my alarm went off nine hours later in the exact same position. I had not moved at all, which oh. I never do. I pretty much get up to pee every night in the middle of the night, or I at least remember waking up and rolling over and moving. No, I did that amazing sleep last night. And for what? me, that is the yeah. ultimate self-care where mm. I was just like, I laid down and it felt like it was like snap. And I, my alarm went off and I was in the same position and I was like, <gasps> hello. And so oh, I'm so God. looking forward to doing that. Yeah. To doing that. I know that I will do that again tonight because I'm a little sleep depleted just from not getting quality hotel room sleep. I just never sleep as good in a hotel. I don't think anybody does. Um, so for me, my self-care has been getting dream sleep <laughs> last night and hopefully tonight as well. For good. me, it makes a huge difference in my anxiety and my productivity. But for me, my anxiety is so much worse when I am tired. Everything feels like a bigger deal. And my brain just is telling me everything is a bigger deal. My anxiety is just off the chain when I don't sleep. So get your sleep, ladies and gentlemen. It turns out it is important. It is important. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Who RJ Quizzle? Well, so I would Share. say my um skincare thing this week. Um, so a while ago I went to, um, a med spa, I had like a little like holiday party thing. Um, and I finally ran out of the face wash that I've been using. And I, so I started using this face wash that I got when I was at this party and it's mm -hmm. by SkinCeuticals. Like, you know, that's that 
face. Oh, bougie, bougie, brand. bougie, like bougie it. brand. They've got great stuff. That's yeah. always in those med spas. They're like pushing everything by them. Well, they, this face wash that they have is it feels like there's like eucalyptus in it or something. Um, cause it almost feels like tingly, like on my skin, but like a good mm-hmm. kind. And I use it with it's, I don't have the Clarisonic brush, but it's like an off brand I got from like Costco that it's like a very similar, like scrubs and whatever. And I put the thing, mm-hmm. I put that on my, um, put the face wash on the brush and then use it on my face and man, oh man, does that just make my whole night? <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man, am I living when it just, I do that? Like the, just a little tingle in the brush. I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, I love this. <laughs> Oh yeah. It's like using mouthwash on your face. You just feel like I am, I am fresh. Oh, I love that. That sounds amazing. Oh, it feels so good. (laughs) Oh, that sounds delightful. I love a tingly face wash. Oh yeah. And it took me like a couple days to figure out what exactly it was that was making my face feel like that. And then for whatever reason, one night I had used like a different face wash and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, wait, it's a face wash that's using. Yeah. Because I thought it was the brush at first. Mm-hmm. That was just like, I was like, oh, maybe it's just like cleaning my pores extra good. But, but yeah, no. it is my favorite. Um, so I, I really recommend, I mean, obviously like, don't, if you like, you don't need to pay that full price for that SkinCeuticals face wash, but I'm sure it's very expensive for the thing. Um, oh, yeah. you can get and Haley, like you said, I'm very excited to try that origins one because it I feels love so good. a face wash that has like the ginger, the lemon, or like some sort of mint mm-hmm. smell to it. Intoxicating. Yes. Ooh, yes. love. But oh man, oh man, does that just make my <laughs> night? <laughs> I love that. And that's the name of this episode. Unless, <laughs> unless there's something else, but I just love man, man oh man. man. Does that just make my night? <laughs> I love that. Hilarious. Um, and another thing I've been doing this week is um, so I, this is very random for me. Um, but on Netflix, I've been watching the show um about F1 racing. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Wait, what's it got? Need for um I don't know what it's original. I don't know. Is it like, the reality okay. show? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've, okay. It's, I've had a million people recommend it to me. Yeah. It's pretty good. So I watched the first season, um, against my will <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> because my boyfriend loves F1 racing and like, he will wake up at like 7am on a Sunday to watch these races because they occur in Europe when, you know, they're oh, yeah. hours yeah. ahead of us. But we started watching this uh, show and I was like, Oh, this is actually really good. And I don't, obviously I don't know anything about the sport, but the, just the way the documentary is done, they interview the drivers and like everyone else involved behind the scenes. And, um, the video of it is super cool. And they, these races are done all over the world, which is pretty interesting. And you just learn all of these different things about the drivers and their personal lives and who owns the teams and like how it works and all this stuff. And like, I didn't know anything about F1 literally at all. And I watched the show and I was, I actually was really interested in it. And, um, the second season just came out. I think are I'm you a Friday. Lewis Hamilton fan? I am. I am. Or, 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 <laughs> I am. 
Daniel Ricciardo or Ricciardo. He was interviewed on Smart Ricciardo or Ricciardo. I don't know. He was one of their interviews on Smart List one time. I haven't listened to that episode. Oh God, I'll have so to cool. listen to that episode. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I'm making that up. Yeah. Cause one, somebody on there, they loves F1. Um, well, I think, I, um, but yeah, this, um, the season is, it's pretty good. And it's interesting. Yeah. If you like learning about things that you really wouldn't know about normally, I suggest trying out the show. It's pretty cool. I've heard it's good. I have not watched it. Yeah, it's, it's called it's- Formula One Drive to Survive. Drive um, to yes. Survive. Yeah, Formula One Drive to Survive. I had to look it up because I was like, I've heard of this a million times. People tell me I've got to watch it. Okay, yeah. that, okay. All right. I'm glad you're watching it and enjoying it because I had heard the same thing. People saying, even if you're not into it, you will be into it. It's such a well done show. And it's like, we were talking about the coldest place. It's like, you love anything that you don't know about that other people are really into. It's cool to learn about it. Yeah, well, yeah. and I think what's so cool is they- um, whoever like produced the docu-series definitely, or I don't reality show docu-series. I don't even know what you call it at this point, but whoever produced it definitely mm-hmm. made it to where someone who has no idea who these people are, me, uh, can get into it. And yeah. so I have like, uh-huh. interesting. So now people are like, you know, they bring up these, these names. I'm like, I know who that is. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, Oh mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can talk about, I can talk about minty skincare and I can talk about formula one. What do you want to hear about? Yeah. And I can talk about Kim and Kanye and ski. Yeah. Hi, I'm multifaceted. What else is new? <laughs> I love it so much. Wow. And then we had the breaking Kanye news. What a time to be alive. Oh my God. Claire podcast, can you believe it? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can you believe We've done it, girls. We've done it, everyone. Hope you enjoyed your sparkling waters. I just got an Instagram message that I wanted to read to you all. Um, One of our followers, she messaged me because I had posted the sparkling waters I was drinking earlier. And she said, can you guys someday do a ranking of all your favorite sparkling waters? (gasps) And I was like, I know. Can we do it next week? Yeah, like yeah. we should do it. We should all come to the table with our favorite. Like, are we doing waters. flavors or brands or just? I think any brand and flavor, like any kind. Yeah. Okay. Let's like give our like top. Should we give each, each of us give our top five? Top yeah. five. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Let's do like top fives. Yeah, she suggested it, and I've never been so peaked. I'm going to start making so my list right, right now nice. because I know I'm <laughs> okay. gonna, like. I'm going to be shopping. like. I have to go shopping. Yeah, I have to figure it out. I have to taste test. I, yeah. I have to refresh my memory on some flavors. I know my OGs, the ones that I drink all the oh. time. And then I know, oh, I know, I know, good I know ones my out there true that blues, I just, yeah. yeah, my true blues, the ones that I buy every week drink yeah. like they're going out of style. Um, and then others that I have tried, but that I won't buy consistently because they're so expensive, but I love them. I love them. <laughs> it's a little treat for yourself when you can, you know, exactly. It's like, you know what? I deserve it. I deserve it. Right. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening once again. Um, we hope you enjoyed it and give us any ideas you want us to talk about anything, lifestyle, celebrity news, whatever. And thank you as always to our title sponsors, Relics Bridal. If you'd like to be a sponsor of this show, reach out to us. What's the Gmail, Claire? The ablockpod at gmail.com or the ablockpod at Instagram and Twitter. And so get in contact with us. Rate, review, subscribe, like us, reach out. We here for you. 
follow us. And the best way to, um, to help us with the podcast is to tell your friends to listen. If you listen, post on Instagram, tag us. We'd love to see that you're listening and we'd love to see that you're sharing with your friends. Love it. Love. All right. Love you all. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye.